0: everyone, I am your host Ananya. Today I am going to present you the work through imagination. Imagination is a formation of a mental image of something that is not perceived as real and is not present. When a child playing house and creates a written story, this is an example of a child using his or her imagination. To be a part of our wonderful imaginations with lots of stories and different segments from the life, we are going through a journey. Let us see who is there knocking the door. Knock, knock.
1: that Sunday morning with you all. Let's start. My father was posted in Patna on the first Sunday there. My brother and I decided to do a little exploring on our bikes. It was still very early in the morning. And only a few people were about. The roads were good. And the trees lining them were shady. There were no imposing buildings or monuments as there are in Delhi. From where we had just come, after cycling for about half an hour, my brother got bored and said, "Come on, I'll race you to that corner. The loser treats the other to a chocolate." Okay, okay. One, two, three, I said, and then we were off. This was not the first time we had race. Only my brother had invariably beaten me and then crowed about it for days. I was determined to win this time. I pedaled as fast as I could. My legs ached and my skirt below out, threatening to hit my face. The trees on either side of the road had become one green blur. My hair blew behind me and my lungs were bursting for air. Soon, soon, I drew level with my brother and then gradually I moved ahead. I could see in a corner, in a haze. I was starting to whoop with glee, but the whoop froze on my lips. There, right in the middle of the road, stood a lone cow. I jammed on the brakes and cycle stopped abruptly. But, but I could not stop the moment of of my own body. I flew over the handlebars and landed smack on the back of the unfortunate animal. The cow, startled by the sudden attack, reared up and started running. I clung to her for dear me as she charged up the road and round the corner. As we turned, I spotted two rows of resplendent cavalry officers mounted on their magnificent horses coming towards us. They obviously belonged to the governor's bodyguard. I could only cling helplessly as the frightened cow charged straight at the horses. The horses panicked and skatered. There was a regular stampede, the cow managed to fall into a ditch and in the process dislodged me and I landed on the soft earth bordering the ditch. I sat up with a groan and saw that the cavalry horses were still out of control. Some of them were running like mad in circles while the riders tried to bring them under control Two horses were now here to be seen and one horse threw its rider in front of my eyes And and the poor man landed in the ditch just next to the cow the cow this was another attack, bellowed loudly, and lowering its head, charged at the unfortunate man. The poor fellow scrambled out of the ditch, tearing his pants at rather an awkward place. Realizing this, he sat down on the road with a thump and would not get up. I saw my brother approaching with my pie in tow, coming up to me with a grin on his face. I felt like hitting him. You look such a sight on top of the car, top of that cow he said and started laughing. Then he probably realized that I might have been hurt and asked, are you all right? Of course I am. I said hotly and got up at once. Nothing on earth would have made me admit to him how frightened and shaken I was. Just then, my brother spotted one of the horse riders coming towards us with a thunderous cow on his face. Behind him was the man, probably the cow belonged. My brother gave them an uneasy glance and said, I think it would be nice if we move quickly from here i looked round and saw that if both of us didn't move fast enough we would be called in for a lot of explanations with what accord, we got onto our bikes and beat a hasty retreat the morning had already been rather eventful and we did not want to Another unpleasant episode to it. I hope you all enjoy the story. Thank you. Hello, everyone. I am Manasya from grade 4 of Delhi World Public School. Today, I am here to tell you all a story about a cute naughty girl called Baby. The story name is When Papa scolded me. So here we go. Baby, come for a big fast. Your milk is getting cold. Called Bhaiya, my elder brother. I, I quickly put on my slippers. Picked up my favorite doll Beta and rushed out into the veranda. It was a beautiful day. The morning air was most refreshing. Ah, how lovely! I said aloud, taking a deep breath. I ran across the veranda with Beta tucked under my arm, while I gulped down the milk. I heard Papa calling out to the driver, Papa is still here Bhaiya, he hasn't gone to the clinic today, I said overwhelmed with joy, being engrossed in a magazine, Bhaiya did not reply, but I could see Papa talking to someone in his room. which was opposite opposite the dining hall facing the veranda. Papa, Papa, I don't have to go to school. It is a holiday. Do you have a holiday too? Look, Bita has got fever. I said all in one breath. No, my dear child, I don't have a holiday today. You go and play while I talk to Mr Singh he's very ill I'll ask the compounder to give your doll some medicine papa said lovingly it was a quite unusual to find my father at home at that time normally he was in his clinic before i woke up so i was very happy My father wiped his particles with the kerchief and as he listened to his patient carefully. I was on the balcony when I heard, Baby, baby, come here, say this. It was my brother from the verandah. He had spread himself on an easy chair and our dog, Tom, was dancing around his hind legs. I burst out laughing. Papa will give medicine to beat up. I said, showing off. And I will ask Papa to give some medicine to his darling daughter. Because she laughs and laughs, said Bhaiya tickling and sending me into fits of laughter being the youngest child in the family i received everyone's attention and affection papa of course was the most affectionate i ran from the one i ran from one end of the veranda to the other and then on to the balcony Staying close to Papa's room. To attract his attention while I played, I swung on the curtain, thumped on the floor, tapped on the table, pulled and pushed the chairs. Look, bhaiya! what a variety of sounds they make! I said, pulling the chair, then leaping up and rapping on the floor clapping my hands jumping all the while all the while don't pleaded bhaiya not taking his eyes off the book in his hand racing back to the window of papa's room i saw him still busy with the patient i loved to see him there Before me, while I played, he must be liking it too, I thought. To see me play around in his room, I dragged a chair and climbed onto the table. This at last drew Papa's attention. Baby, be careful, you will fall down, he said tenderly. Look, Papa, I am taller than everyone. I grinned from ear to ear, making my eyes disappear. All one could see was a set of white teeth and chubby cheeks. Both Mr. Singh and Papa smiled. Papa did not look convinced. So I said, again raising my hands, above my head. Papa, I am a big girl now. He nodded with a smile and continued talking to the patient. I touched all that I could reach with my hands till I got to the black switch. No, you should not touch it. I was imagining what my mother would have said. If you touch it, you will get hurt. Bhaiya had told me once. This was a forbidden article for me. This was a forbidden article for me. But how attractive it looked. Black against the light blue wall. Unable to resist resist the temptation to touch it. I pressed the switch and the light came on. I immediately switched it off. I was scared. I looked at Papa with a large, I looked at Papa with large, anxious eyes. But he was busy writing, busy writing. He did not see me. I looked at Papa again. and. Then at the switch, which begged my hands to touch it again. I'll do it just once more, okay? I said softly to myself. I repeated the mischief once more and was unable to stop myself from doing it again and again. I seemed to have disturbed Papa who was concentrating on the patient's problem without looking up from the book. She said in a serious voice, Don't do that, you might get a shock. The click-clack of the switch and the glowing bulb fascinated me. Baby, come here, let Papa do his work, called my brother. I ignored everybody. This was the most fascinating game for me at that moment. How fantastic! I press, the light is on. I push, the light goes off. I muttered. The patient obviously had some serious problem. My father sat with four books open in front of him. My running around had certainly disturbed him completely exasperated he put down his pen and spectacles and shouted at shouted at me you're not listening to me get down from there his loud voice broke my chance i gaped at him wide-eyed he fixed fixed his gaze on me expecting to be obeyed, instantly, I was shocked, being scolded so loudly by him, scolded by Papa, Papa, a very soft-spoken person, who was known never to raise his voice, had shouted in anger at his darling daughter, I was very angry with him. I thumped down from the table with a loud thud and raced up and down the balcony my breath quickened my face went red with anger and my eyes felt hot with unshed tears throwing my hands about i raced up and down wanting to destroy destroy everything that came in my way Hearing the commotion, Bhaiya came out. What is it? He asked. My furry found a ready victim and I, I ran towards him and pushed him. I felt like bursting into tears. I rushed and pulled at the curtain in Papa's room which came down with the force. I saw Papa talking to the patient with his usual patience. How unthoughtful of him, he's not a bit bothered about my being so angry with him. I was fuming all the more, I went back into the room, stamping my feet noisily in anger. Standing close to Papa, I raged vehemently. Why couldn't you say it softly? Why did you speak so loud to me? The next moment, I came out, out on the balcony, and stood beside the money, plant, and stood beside the money plant pot. My eyes were now full of tears. I plucked a leaf, and shredded it into pieces. The sound of the chair being pushed in Papa's room reached my ears and then I heard his footsteps coming closer to me. I tried to un- run away in annoyance but Papa caught me. He pulled my face towards his and picked me up. Tears came rolling my down my plump cheeks he patted my head lovingly and wiped my tears oh you big cat said papa ruffling my hair has this affectionate gesture melted my wrath a moment later i was once again happy playing around the house thank you
2: Hello everyone, my name is Rashi. I'm studying in Grade 4 in Delhi World Public School. So I'm very excited to tell you all the story: the King Making a Mistake. And are you all excited to listen the story? Yes. Right? Today, now let's get started with the story. One day, a merchant from a faraway land came to the court of King Krishna Devaraya to show him some samples of rare sandalwood. The king was happy with the quality of the sandalwood and asked, How much sandalwood can you supply? The merchant said, I have a storehouse of sandalwood, but I did not bring the entire lot because I was not sure you whether you would buy the entire lot of from me. The king said he would like to acquire the entire stock of the sandalwood and that he was ready to pay the merchant in advance. The happy merchant promptly said that the sandalwood cost around 50,000 gold coins. The king instantly gave the merchant 50,000 gold coins and the merchant promised to return in three days with the entire lot of sandalwood. It was soon two weeks and there was no sign of the merchant. The king was worried. One day, the king was strolling in the royal gardens when he saw Tenali engrossed in some activity under a tree. The king went up to Tenali and asked, What are you doing, Tenali? Tenali was reluctantly reluctantly, instantly. However, after a little persuasion, he said, I am writing the names of the greatest fools in our kingdom." The king wanted to see the list and when he took a look at the list, he was furious. His name was right on top of the list. The king asked for the reason and Tenari replied, My lord, I know you are hurt, but a person who gives away 50,000 gold coins to a stranger, can only be called a fool, the king said. So, you are confident, Tenali, that the merchant will not return? What if he does return? What will you do? Tenali answered with confidence. In that case, my lord, I will erase your name and write the name of that merchant in its place. The king and Dithanali had a good laugh. The end. Thank you.
0: This was the presentation from our Delhi Wall Public School. Our bundle of joy presented you a wonderful walk through imagination. Next week, we will meet with another episode of Work Through Imagination with lots of stories lots of imagination Thank you. Have a great day